That Thang Souchong is a fantastic introduction to a podcast. <laughs> uh, and good afternoon. We find ourselves hoping it doesn't rain as we sit outside, breathing some air, having been in a very dark place for two and a half hours. Yes. Uh, and we have been to see a little film you may have heard, a little indie flick. Hasn't been much publicity about this film no. at all, really. Uh, it's called Joker. And I'm joined again by our, our good friend. I always forget which 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 name are we going for. Uh, Rob Turner today. It depends. I'm trying to escape creditors. <laughs> today <laughs> See, here we go. We're laughing already. <laughs> T- today we're joined by Rob Turner. Next week it'll be someone else who <laughs> looks a, awfully like him. Say hello to Miguel Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I'm going to get maniacal. Um, yes. Yeah, oh, so God. so good afternoon and welcome to Lobbycast and welcome to two people who are trying to get their head round Joker. Yes. Um, I'm, I often do, I'm going to defer out of entire cowardice to, to my good friend. And, um, hey, you can go first. Right. I would say, because obviously we're trying to avoid spoilers as much as possible, it kind of reminds me, I think, because, like I said, when I saw the trailer, it reminded me very much of King of Comedy, which is a brilliant Scorsese film, which yep. I heartily recommend. So it's not a fun, like, comic book film... There is some continuity, but it's not in the same sort of sense. So I wouldn't get too, like, don't don't sort of think, oh, I need to sort of see all the DC films before. You don't. It's it's like Logan. You could see it on its own. That's fine. To be fair, there's a, several DC films you need never see again and you wouldn't miss anything. So. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. We're having fun. But, yeah, also the other thing as well, and, again, we shouldn't have... If you've seen the trailer, you should probably know this. It's a very bleak film. It is... Very dark. I really like it, but I can see why some people are uncomfortable with certain elements of it. But I do also think it's very good. Yep, I'm. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, the first thing, literally, the first thing that comes into my head coming out of that is, my God, you have to like the cello. <laughs> um, it is bleak. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think I think your parallel with King of Comedy is spot on. I think that's very good, very apt. Um, I agree with you that the continuity, what it ties in, it ties in very well. What it does with the backstory is also very interesting in a wider DC context, but it does it in such a way it's bits that kind of everybody knows, so that's not... And a geeky, in jokey, inclusive thing, so you're fine there. Yeah. I think what it also does is raise questions about mental health in a very good and interesting way. Um, I think it it tackles certain things, but I think it does it in a non-judgmental way. But I think what it also does is, and we were burbling about this as we stumbled out of the uh, of multiplex of choice. Um, it takes today and events and circumstances of today and puts them in a new context but has something to say about how we're living now and what we're going through now. Now, I'm not suggesting that the film offers solutions. No. But it does offer solutions. (laughs) Um, I think that's possibly where some people struggle with it. And for the love of God, do not go into this film expecting to see a comic book movie. No. Because obviously, by definition, it is, but equally, it very much isn't. No. Uh, 
it's it was in much in the same way that say a history of violence was based on a graphic novel or something like that it's yes. like it's like yes the material was based on on a comic but it's so divergent from that really is it really really is i think i think we do well we can't we have to because we're talking about it and it's a podcast so it's what we do um the question has to be asked because i've just decided where are we putting Joaquin Phoenix in the pantheon of Jokers? Oh, now that is a really interesting question. Because it's a very different take on it. It's incredibly different. I mean, I would still say, in terms of what I would deem the character of the Joker, because I know the hipster choice is always Mark Hamill, so whoever points, <laughs> whoever points that out, like, in tweets or something, you are not clever for pointing that out. Yes, he's brilliant, but I would argue there is something about the Heath Ledger performance, that idea of chaos, that idea that you're never 100% sure where you are with him. He's, in terms of the Joker being a villain, I would say he's the best. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't disagree with that. I think within... I think, weirdly, each Joker fits the context of its period. I mean... Yeah, that's fair. Cesar Romero is still my, my favourite because he's the first one I remember <laughs> and he's classic. Uh, Nicholson's obviously was iconic for the period and fitted that film perfectly. Yeah. Ledger did something different and new and fresh with it, which I think was absolutely superb. And I think Joaquin Phoenix has created his own version quite distinctly. Can I say something in defence of Jared Leto? No. He had about five minutes. I don't think it's fair to kind of it never put happened. him in anything. It never like, happened. It's just like... No, didn't happen. Is, all right. Well, it, there we go. <laughs> I'll leave it there. there. There was an editing glitch where a weird outtake of a hip-hop video suddenly got <laughs> dumped into the middle of a very bad film. Right, fair play. Yes, I, I, I think... Because the, the question I had going into this film was why did we need it? What did it have to say? And I know that's a really artsy, pretentious, crappy thing to but come out with. it's a fair question. And no one had sat there and gone, oh, we need the backstory to Joker, because we'd kind of had it before, and every film proffers their own version, and also the stories do a very, very good job. Yeah. And if you haven't read it, go and read Arkham. Yeah. The book is just absolutely mesmerising. Mesmerising, only about seven pages long, which is always a bonus. Um... So yeah, so I kind of went into it thinking I'm not sure why we're here or we need to, why we need to watch this film, but I've come out of it thinking I still don't quite know why I watched it, but I don't think you could. I know you said you enjoyed this film, but well, I, I mean, I mean, enjoy isn't quite the right yeah, word. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's where I was going. I, <laughs> I'm I not think sure the you experience can. was worth experience. It was a bit like say a Clockwork Orange because yes. I love a Clockwork Orange, and obviously this is not as good as that. I mean, that I wouldn't say that. But, but he just did. Twitter that now. Um, <laughs> so, like, remove context. <laughs> with, with, yes. with, so, scalpel out the words. Hashtag not my orange. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you nearly broke me there, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> See, this is what this film does. Yes. I, yeah, I, think you can, I, I don't think it's a film to be enjoyed but it's a film that stays with you and already I'm kind of lingering and looking back and thinking there were more bits in there that were good than were bad and I think overall it's an interesting film especially as and I'm going to do this in a way that isn't a spoiler alert Mm. there is a moment that I thought and I'm still not totally sure whether I'm right or not was a continuity error 
but events unfold which lead me to question what I saw or what really happened. And I think that is possibly the point. Yeah, I, I think that is the point. And like I say, you'll, you'll see that if you see the film. And this is the thing. It, it's an interesting idea. It's well shot. It looks good. I think it's something that I'm glad I've seen. I think one comparison I want to make. So we saw um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? I know. And I, th- I think we just only just finished watching it yesterday, didn't we? <laughs> I, th- well, I think mentally we were still processing it, yeah. But one thing that bothered me about that film was, in effect, twisting real-life things and sort of trying to get a cheap effect from it. Yes. Whereas I think this film, I think, to me, clearly illustrates is that you can have a similar level of power and effect and you don't need to evoke those things. Yes. I would agree with that. I would agree with that completely. Um, I think it is worth mentioning very quickly the choice of music in the film because um, there is basically one instrument used in the whole thing and that is the cello, which is beautiful and haunting and horrible and nasty and a mess and brilliant all at the same time. But there are a few tracks hand-picked and crafted for the moment, shall we say. Yeah. But there's one, and we're not going to name it, but we're, not gonna just, we're going to let you just find out for yourself that you do... Which you, gen- you can look up easily enough. Yeah, but don't see it in the moment and then go, what the hell? Yeah. Because that it genuinely is a sit-up and you just can't work out if someone didn't do the research or if someone did it for a reason. And if they did it for a reason, I don't want to know what that reason was. And I would agree with that. It's just you. You suddenly realise you've got so used to that particular music not being around anymore, mm-hmm. and now it brings home why, and you just can't get your head around why they chose that track. No, and and there were blogs written about that for the next week. Exactly, and I've already seen people make comments about it. So yeah, you can look this up easily enough. But as we say, the moment makes it interesting. That's that's a word. Yeah, we can go with that. Um, Oh, look at that. We've already hit 10 minutes. That's quite good. Uh, okay, so... Where do we going to go from here? Uh, the, the life of Baz is in my ears. Um, <laughs> I would not... We normally would go for... Key, you know, best performance in the film. But I think that's a little unfair. No. Because that is obviously only one person in the running. Yeah. So I'm going to say, who do you think was the best supporting actor? Or he, wasn't, he wasn't in it that much... But I would say that is one of Robert De Niro's best performances in a long time. I would agree with that completely, especially because when he appeared on screen, I'm like, my God, De Niro's in this, because I've li- I've stayed away from any information about this film. I wanted to come That's in impressive. completely clean. Don't underestimate my ability to ignore stuff, says the man who can't stop reading and tweeting about Trump. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had managed to stay away from all information. I think I'd only watch one brief trailer, if that, and stayed very clean on it. So when he suddenly appeared on screen, it was like, that's... No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. And his performance is so good, you're not sitting there going, that's him. Yeah. It's it's not... A, he, he fits the character perfectly. Totally. And, again, without wanting to spoil some of it, the, the shift in how he reacts... Yes. And sort of the screen persona versus real persona yeah. is done really well. Yeah. No, I agree with that completely. Um... Also leave the score till the end because I'm going to do something which is going to give Brett Baz an aneurysm. Um, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, would you would you recommend this and would you see this again? I'm pondering seeing it again because I think I'd need to kind of get my head around it a bit more. 
Yeah. And also because I know some people that want to watch it and I'd be interested to talk to them and get their reaction as well. I agree with that. I think it is a film I would like to see again just to get reaffirm my take on it. But also, I would like to see it with other people. Not because I don't enjoy your company, sir. No, no, but, but yeah, a, same deal, yeah. Yeah, and, and the interesting other take on it. I think, yes, definitely. Um, I'm very aware of the fact that uh, Mrs. Popcorn would like to go and see it, and I don't think she's prepared for just how violent and nasty it's going to get. Yeah. So that could be interesting. Um, I will mention one thing very briefly, and I, and I don't think it's a spoiler particularly. That gun only holds six bullets. I think that says, that's something that bugged me slightly. Yeah. And it definitely only did. He can reload. Like, he, he might have more bullets. Yeah, he'd need, need a lot. But, so, I mean, normally, Baz likes to mark these out of five. I like to muck around and give him something really, really bad to play with. How many clown shoes out of 13 are we giving this? Ooh, that's a really difficult one. And they are left clown shoes left clown well, yeah, of course yeah. because that's funny yeah. um, uh, I'll go for now I'll go nine but I reserve right to, to shift if I see it again okay so an initial nine with a caveat a it, nine is an asterisk exactly the, the others might need breaking in a bit more yeah okay I'm, I'm going to come down one. I'm going to go eight left clown shoes but one right one okay I'm prepared to take that right one away once I watch it again. Yeah, I, th- I think this is just it. I think, I, res- I mean, I always respect people for trying something different. Yep. I always respect, like I say, the way that they've done it. And also, like some people have come out and said, like, oh, it's like a comedic director doing this thing. And it's like, the fact that it's a comedic director is irrelevant. Jordan yep. Peele was coming from comedy and did great stuff. Rob Reiner, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. I think some of his comments weren't helpful. No, they were completely out of order. Um, which is a shame because I think it distracts from the quality of the film. Yes, it does. Although I had forgotten he'd said those things and now I hate the film, obviously, <laughs> because I hated him yesterday and now I'd forgotten and now yeah. I remembered and the film's terrible again. So ignore the man with the big mouth and just enjoy the film. Yeah, I, I would say that, yes. Yeah. A uh, lot of people work on films. That's very, very true. And, uh, you know, we've, we've, everyone's got to be in a gang. Um <laughs> On that, we shall uh, say goodbye to Mr Turner. Thank you very much, sir. I've been Mr Khan Johnson, and we shall do this again very soon. Thank you very much. Goodbye.